You're listening to Talking Taiwan with your host, Felicia Lin. I met Tom Fifield when he was in New York City at Passport to Taiwan in May. The Taiwan Employment Gold Card Office had a booth there, and he stopped by the Talking Taiwan podcast studio where I interviewed him. But the recording conditions were less than ideal since we had a very loud generator nearby. So we re-recorded the interview remotely a few months later. Tom talked about how he became a gold card holder, what he enjoys about living in Taiwan, and how he later became a citizen of Taiwan. Tom Fifield works for the Taiwan Employment Gold Card Office at Taiwan's National Development Council. His main role is to lead a whole-of-government task force to improve Taiwan's migration and foreign investment environment. Welcome to the podcast, Tom. Thanks so much for having me. Tom, I understand that you're from Australia, and can you talk a little bit about what brought you to Taiwan and your connection with Taiwan now? Sure. So I've had about a 15-year relationship with Taiwan. The very first time I came was for an academic research conference when I was working in experimental particle physics. I was traveling a lot at that time, went to all the famous cities in the world, but Taipei was the first place I landed uh, where I really felt an instant connection of livability. And so five years after that first trip, a job where I could choose where I wanted to live anywhere in the world, and I immediately moved to Taiwan. Uh, since then, I've gone on and got Taiwanese citizenship, so uh, I'm going to be voting in the presidential election with everyone next year. Oh, that's exciting. So I'd like you to debunk a myth about being naturalized as a Taiwanese citizen, because we often hear that foreigners, people who are naturalized as Taiwanese citizens, have to give up their other citizenship. Did you have to do that? I did not. How does that happen? You're entirely right. <laughs> yeah. So what most people don't know is there's actually four routes to Taiwanese citizenship. There's obviously those who have Taiwanese parents. There's the regular routes as it does require renunciation. But there's two other routes, and a lot of people get them very confused because one is for special contributions to Taiwan, and that's where you see those priests who've been here for 50 years being awarded very ceremonially their Taiwanese citizenship. But uh, as of several years ago, there's now a route to citizenship for senior professionals. So if you can prove to the uh, government's satisfaction that you're a senior professional, you can go straight to being a dual national. Great. What is it about Taiwan that you found so livable? Because you mentioned that when you visited for the first time, that was the impression that you had. Yeah, absolutely. I think a big part of the credit is due to people who welcomed me and so immediately made fast friends with the academics at Academia Sinica, so kudos to them. But uh, it's just that uh, Taiwan and, and Taipei more specifically has all of the things you need to live a very happy and fruitful life. Uh, the infrastructure is really good from transportation to internet connections, which is uh, particularly important for me. Uh, but you also have a whole lot of other things to keep you entertained from cultural festivals, little laneway boutiques, uh, or uh, just even domestic travel. For me, uh, where I like to spend my time is mountains. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize that because Taiwan is so densely populated and very urban, but they don't realize how accessible it is to mountains and nature. 
Yeah, that's right. And uh, here in the north, we're quite unique in that uh, we have scuba diving sites about 45 minutes out of uh, this major metropolitan center. So you do that as well? I do, yeah. I like to be active. And that's been a really good uh, kind of source of commonality for making friends uh, across the entire population. Right. And how did you get involved with the Taiwan Employment Gold Card Office? Yeah, so in 2018, I was running my own business and I had a choice. I could either go and renew my work permits and visa in the regular way, which involved filling out a lot of forms in Chinese by hand and going to different government offices physically. Uh, and then I discovered the Taiwan Employment Gold Card. And basically, you can just apply online from the comfort of your own home and it's all done in English. It, just seemed like such a more convenient way to do it. And so I applied. It was one of the early gold card holders. And uh, I just thought the program had so much promise that I immediately started volunteering and helping other people apply. And so when the government decided in 2020 uh, to put more resources behind the program and launch the gold card office, uh, I was invited to come along for that journey. I've uh, been there ever since. Well, that's wonderful. Where is the Gold Card Employment Office located? Sure. So we're under the National Development Council, which is in Taiwan's executive branch of government. We're the coordination ministry, and we also write the national development plan, including um, executing some of the priority policies, and of course, tackling population issues, one of those priority policies. So the Gold Card Office is a logical fit under the EDC which is just across the road from the presidential office building. We actually had Michael Fay on an episode 182 talking about the goal card. And at that time, he mentioned that there are eight fields that people could apply to. And I understand that's been expanded now. That's right. Uh, Michael Fahey is an amazing individual, and I highly recommend uh, listening to that episode as well. But we've since added the field of national defense and more recently, the digital industries. So... We've been working with the Minister Audrey Tang and her ministry to encourage anyone who's in IT or software to come and apply for a gold card. There are now four different ways that people in the digital industries can qualify. At the time of this episode's publication, the Taiwan Employment Gold Card website lists 10 industries eligible to apply for the Taiwan Employment Gold Card. They are science and technology, Economy, education, culture and arts, sport, finance, law, architecture, national defense, and digital. There is a category for special cases that with consultation are recognized by the NDC, National Development Council. Why should somebody consider applying for a gold card? The Gold Card's basically our flagship talent visa. So if you're qualified, it's the best option for you to explore your future in Taiwan. Uh, the unique thing about the Gold Card is you can get it just based on your professional and academic credentials. You don't need to have a job in Taiwan. You don't need to have a sponsor. Instead, you just upload documents representing your career and background onto an online portal. And then if you're successful, We'll give you a fully open work permit so you can work for whoever you want, as many jobs as you want to start your own business. We'll give you residence rights for your spouse and dependent children. 
even give you access to extended visitor visas for your parents and grandparents. There's also tax benefits if you have a high salary and, of course, access to our health insurance system, amongst other things. And now it's time for a short break. Talking Taiwan is an independent and listener-supported podcast, and our two-person team is committed to producing meaningful content for you. We just started publishing our interviews on YouTube so that more people can discover us, and we've already heard from our listeners that it's easier for them to watch and listen to Talking Taiwan on YouTube. We could always use additional support as we continue to make improvements like this. In fact, any donations that you make right now will be doubled as a part of our matching donor campaign. We are so close to our goal. To make a contribution to Talking Taiwan, you can go find us on GoFundMe.com or visit our website at TalkingTaiwan forward slash support. Now, back to our episode. What would you say is the most difficult thing about applying for a gold card? Yeah, probably the most difficult thing is just to work out how you're qualified. Because there's 80 different ways to qualify across those 10 fields I mentioned earlier, uh, you've got to first find which field best fits you. And then in that field, there's a list of up to a dozen different ways you qualify. So finding which criteria you're going to apply under probably takes the most time. And then it's just about collecting the documents to prove you meet that criteria. Otherwise, it's pretty similar to a standard visa application. So is that where the Taiwan Employer and Gold Card Office comes in? Can you advise people in terms of what categories they should apply for? Yes, we can. Uh, so we have uh, a really great uh, team who answer phones, emails, chat messages on Facebook, and we can help you answer questions about how you qualify, what life in Taiwan is like, all the way through your application process. And even when you're here in Taiwan on your gold card, we can help you out because uh, we're really invested in the success of every gold card holder. So if somebody is not in Taiwan and they're thinking about applying for a gold card and they want to get in touch with the Taiwan Employment Gold Card Office, what's the best way for them to do that? Probably the best way is to drop us an email. It's just help at taiwangoldcard.tw. It's H-E-L-P, help at taiwangoldcard.tw. Or you can just Google Taiwan Gold Card and you can find our website. We've got a lot of FAQs and hopefully useful information there. Right. And are there any other services that you want to mention that the Taiwan Employment Gold Card Office offers? Yeah, absolutely. So we see gold card holders as much more than just people who've got a certain visa. We're actually encouraging the gold card community. We want gold card holders to connect with each other and also local industry in Taiwan. So the gold card office offers a range of events from social events to industry events, get you VIP access to conferences, and uh, we want to make you have an amazing life in Taiwan. So we're offering all of that proactively. We're also very open to hearing people's feedback. So we're working across the entire government to improve life in Taiwan. And so there are some other unlisted benefits, like if you're starting a company, it will give you streamlined uh, foreign investment approval or if you need to enroll your kids in school, there's an English language hotline you can call for that. Uh, so there are a whole range of different services we offer, even uh, some special bank accounts and credit cards for gold card holders. Uh, and we're keen to hear everyone's ideas on how we can improve. 
Sounds like uh, there's a whole community that you're building around it too. Yeah, it's amazing. Full of everyone from Broadway singers through to, uh, you know, the co-founder of YouTube. Right, right. Yeah, and I understand that a lot of those individuals actually came to Taiwan during COVID. Uh, you were saying that the, the Gold Card Office was established in 2020? That's right, yeah. We were very fortunate in 2020s that Taiwan was in the media very frequently, basically uh, because we were COVID-free, going to baseball and yeah. enjoying new restaurants, things like that. So a whole bunch of folks decided that's the life they wanted and moved to Taiwan in 2020. And uh, what we found is uh, many of those folks uh, decided uh, to stay long-term. Their original plan might have just been to come for a couple months while the pandemic wave passed, but uh, we found the Taiwan so compelling that uh, if someone stays here for more than about three months, they will have an enduring connection with Taiwan, whether it's living here or just coming back frequently to visit the friends they undoubtedly make. That's great. I was going to ask what it was like at that time, and it seems like a lot of people have stayed on. So that must have been a really busy time for you. Absolutely, yeah. We had uh, a thousand people uh, move to Taiwan in that year on the gold oh, cards. Yeah. And uh, I think we were one of the few places in the world that had a net migration increase in that year. <laughs> Can you share any stories of how you've helped people apply for the gold card and what they've gone on to achieve? Yeah, for instance, one of the earlier gold card holders is a guy named Fergus Clark. He's a financial expert and he basically helps other countries develop their banking systems. And uh, so he's currently the chairman of a couple of different banks around the world and is a, a gold card holder. And, you know, he, like me, is Australian. And when he came uh, to Taiwan, like many gold card holders, he decided to contribute back. And so He's been working with the financial industry to share his experience and advice to help develop that entire industry. That's just one example. I mean, there are others where we see a software engineer who is working with uh, government websites to make them more accessible to blind people. And that's just something he does in his spare time. Uh, we have uh, other folks who just are a welcoming committee for people who are new to Taiwan, arrange dinners and things to go to, as well as these venture capitalists who funded a lot of early stage startups. It's a really exciting group of people to be around. Yeah, that's amazing. I think when we spoke earlier, actually back in May, did you mention that you're also working on helping people who want to get naturalized as citizens of Taiwan? That's right. After my naturalization process, put together a little website, citizenship.tw just to kind of demystify those four different pathways to citizenship. And I'm happy to report that three or four people have uh, found that website and gone through the entire process with me uh, helping with their applications. So yeah, it's just something I do in my spare time. And I think it just makes sense if uh, you know that you believe in Taiwan and you're going to have a lifelong relationship with Taiwan, that citizenship is something you should consider. And uh I'm very happy to help others who are interested in going through the process. Oh, that's so wonderful that you're really providing so many services for people. Is there anything else that you want to share about the Taiwan Gold Card or life in Taiwan? You know, any last pitch? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, the Gold Card compared with other countries, so similar visas is very cheap. Uh, so it's basically between 100 and 300 US dollars. 
So if you are at all qualified, we'd encourage you to apply. You don't even need to live in Taiwan uh, for a long period of time. So residence restrictions. Uh, and yeah, if you uh, have a look at the gold card and decide to, that maybe you're not qualified, we've also got other options. So we have an employment seeking visa. So that'll give you six to 12 months to come to Taiwan, see if it's right for you, see if you can find a job uh, that'll sponsor you for a work permit. And uh, yeah, we've got a whole range of changes coming up. So within this year, the Taiwan Gold Card Office uh, will change and start offering services beyond just the gold card. Uh, so watch this space. There's lots of exciting changes coming. Okay, wonderful. And we'll make sure that we share the website and the email on Talking Taiwan for this episode. Thank you so much. We really appreciate everything you do for Taiwan. I've been speaking with Tom Fifield about the Taiwan Employment Gold Card. Now it's time for you to show us some love. We just found out that you can rate us on Spotify. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Audible, leave us a review there. It helps others to discover Talking Taiwan. To learn more about any of the items mentioned in this episode, visit our website, TalkingTaiwan.com. There will list any related links. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talking Taiwan. I'm your host, Felicia Lin. Talking Taiwan is brought to you by Forumosa.com.